Well, when I popped in to give a quick update on life feeling very under construction back in episode 96, I certainly did not intend to take a full week away from the podcast, but life and my voice had other plans. Right after recording and publishing that update, both of my girls got sick. Elizabeth with a terrible cold and a double ear infection, and Millie with a stomach bug. With both girls out of school and under the weather, and a full week of marketing assistant interviews, virtual speaking engagements, website wrap-ups, and more, plus feeling really down to the wire with my upcoming first day in a brand new role, you can bet that I was feeling pretty overwhelmed and overloaded. I was basically a walking ball of anxiety, if I'm going to be honest. I was worried about my girls. I was worried I wouldn't get it all done. And I was worried that I would step into day one of clockwise, not feeling prepared. So after doctor's appointments and picked up prescriptions, we loaded up. Me, the girls, and of course, Penelope, my 14-year-old Yorkie. And together we made the three-hour drive up to my mom's house with plans to stay through the week. Little did I know that by Tuesday, my voice would be on its way out and completely gone by Wednesday. Just gone. Y'all, the past month and a half has felt like a total upside down, messy roller coaster. Life was finally starting to get into a pretty good groove. You see, Elizabeth started daycare the beginning of August. So I was starting to get into a good rhythm with work. And then at the end of August, Hurricane Ida hit Louisiana. And while my family made it through the storm safe and our house sustained only minor damage, Our girls' daycare wasn't so fortunate. The roof was completely ripped off the building where Millie's class meets. So daycare was closed with no start date in sight. And like many of you understand firsthand as a result of COVID and, you know, sick kids in general, when the girls are sick or when daycare is closed, it's me who has to reschedule, rearrange, cancel, and shuffle plans. My husband's job just doesn't allow the opportunity for him to take off short notice. And as a self-employed business owner, I'm supposed to have the flexibility to drop everything and go with the flow. And I'm grateful for that. But weeks on weeks and months on months of constantly shuffling, rescheduling, pushing things back, moving deadlines, canceling and adjusting my plans has gotten really old. And knowing that my first day at Clockwise was Monday, September 27th, I really needed that one single week before my start date to go well. I needed to wrap up the final edits to my new website. I needed to interview candidates for my marketing assistant position. I needed to tie up the loose ends and feel ready stepping in to day one as head of community for this company. So of course, the one week that I needed things to go well, despite my best efforts to overcome my girls being sick and relocating to my mom's house for extra help, I managed to get sick and completely lost my voice. 
the one thing I needed to get through the week. I cannot tell you how absolutely knocked down and defeated I felt. But here's how I made it through the week. First of all, I'm so grateful for my mom. When my voice went downhill on Tuesday, she woke up early Wednesday morning and drove to two different grocery stores in our small town to find the ingredients to make me a homemade medicine ball tea. And if you've never heard of it, a medicine ball tea is the unofficial name of the honey citrus mint tea from Starbucks. It is an absolute miracle worker when you're not feeling well. So first, I have to thank my mom for basically dropping everything last week to help out. From making me gallons of hot tea, making lunches and dinners, changing diapers, playing with the girls and more, I just couldn't have gotten through it without her. And by the way, both of the girls were good as new by Wednesday. It's amazing how quickly little ones can bounce back, but how now we as adults can get sidelined by a cold for two straight weeks. Um, I know I feel like my voice still doesn't sound back to normal yet. But everything else, the scheduled phone calls, the interviews, the speaking engagement, I actually had around 14 meetings on the calendar last week. Rearranged rescheduled, shuffled, canceled, pushed back, and moved around. Every day I woke up hoping my voice had returned. And every day it was still gone. I did manage to conduct the job interviews via Zoom, pushing my voice to its limit the first day, and then finally giving up and relying on the chat box to type out questions and attempt conversation while the candidates were able to chat back, you know, with their actual voices. It, it was funny, but it was really, really hard. And then my plan was to record an episode to be released on Monday, September 27th, sharing my decision-making process, my thoughts, and how this amazing opportunity with Clockwise came to be. Instead, with my voice still MIA, I had to just wait and drink my tea and hope that it would be back soon. And every day that my voice was gone, I felt like I was letting you down. I said I would have this episode done on Monday, but I just couldn't. I had no voice to record with. But finally, Finally, it's back. Maybe at about 96%, maybe not 100%, but finally it's back. And finally, I can tell you the story and let you in on what's been under construction and what's been unfolding behind the scenes. So welcome, friends, to episode 97 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Gornick, and if you listened to the super short episode 96, you know that I was feeling a bit under construction with lots of messy, pardon our progress style work going on behind the scenes. Since episode 96, a lot of the behind of scenes kind of stuff has come out from behind the curtain and into full view. 
With the help of Morgan Moore from Studio Morgan, I launched the brand new and improved AnnaDKornick.com and AboutTimePodcast.com, gorgeous new websites that are jam-packed with time management value at every click and every corner. I'm almost embarrassed to tell you that this website has been almost a year in the making, but I'm going to save that story for a future episode. What's most important is that it's done and done is better than perfect, right? In addition to launching the sites, I shared some pretty big news. The news that I'm stepping into the head of community role, a full-time position at an amazing game changer of a company called Clockwise. Of course, I'll tell you all about what exactly Clockwise is and what I'll be doing once we really dive into this episode. But for now, I'll tell you that the decision to join the Clockwise team While it definitely required a lot of thought and deliberation, it was actually pretty easy. Huge decision, but at the same time, kind of easy. You might know that I haven't had a full-time role with a boss and a W-2 since August of 2017. So that's five years of creating my own schedule and answering to no one except clients of my choosing. So I had a lot to consider when weighing my options for making this move to a full-time role. And that's exactly what I'm revealing in today's episode. I know I can't be the only person faced with a big decision this year or in the months to come. So I'm an open book and ready to share with you how I made this decision and how you can be ready when something like this comes your way. So Today, I'll share the story of how this opportunity came to be. I'll tell you about the three things that made this decision much easier than it could have been. Of course, I'll tell you what I'll be doing as head of community at Clockwise. And finally, I'll share what all of this means for the future of It's About Time and my time management coaching business. And because I know that you are probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're folding laundry or doing the dishes, it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 97. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. As I'm recording this episode, I'm wrapping up my first week as head of community at Clockwise. As I mentioned earlier in an ideal world, this episode would have been recorded several days ago, but an unrelenting cold and my voice, or lack thereof, had other plans. Now that I finally have my voice back for the most part, I'm sitting down to record my thoughts about this big shift, 
why it's such a perfect fit and how it's going to open up tons of opportunities for all of you listening. And first, if you haven't heard of Clockwise, let me introduce you. You know, it's funny, I actually came across Clockwise several months ago. I'm honestly not sure how. Maybe I saw an ad or came across it in an article about time management, but I remember thinking, oh, what a clever name for a company. I wish I'd have come up with that. Maybe even worked Clockwise into the name of a podcast, but I just, I loved the name. I thought it was fantastic. Very clever. So, so here's Clockwise. You know how... Especially when you work in an office or on a team, your day can feel really fragmented and all over the place. You're spending what feels like all day in meetings, meeting, 30 minute break, meeting, 20 minute break, meeting, 15 minute break. Your day is full of meetings and maybe you've got space in between, but it's not enough to really dive into the work you need to do and focus. So instead, you take a bathroom break, you chat with a coworker, you scroll social media, and then you stay late or you stay up late actually doing the work that you talked about in all of those meetings. Then you wake up tired and do it all over again the next day, continuing the cycle of meetings, wasted time, and working late. That's exactly what my life was like back when I worked in state government, when I worked at a PR firm, and when I worked at that museum in New Orleans. My days were totally fragmented. I was constantly pulled in a million different directions, and I'd stay at the office until six or seven, go home, eat dinner, and then get back to work until around 11. I'd pass out, and then I'd start it all over again the next day. I was pretty miserable. And I know I'm not the only person who's been in that situation. You know, maybe you are living that cycle of meetings on meetings, work late, stay up late, repeat now. Well, Clockwise solves that problem. Clockwise is a smart calendar assistant, a Google calendar extension, to be precise, that learns your calendar, syncs with other members on your team, and creates actual time to focus in your schedule. Not only that, but it can automatically add a lunch break for you every day that changes based on your schedule. Again, to make sure you've got blocks of focus time and also to make sure that you're eating lunch. I mean, how many of us have looked up from our laptops at 3 p.m. and realized we completely forgot to eat? I've definitely been there. Well, Clockwise solves that problem. So another really cool thing that I love about it, Clockwise can automatically add travel time to your calendar if you have an offsite meeting. So that's one of the biggest mistakes people make that causes them to be late is not adding travel time to their calendars. So they leave too late. They don't make time for parking and walking to the building. They run late. They feel flustered and it's a mess. And Clockwise solves that problem. I'd say it's like having an assistant, but having been a congressional scheduler and an actual executive assistant, I can honestly say that no assistant can manage this level of coordination. Seriously, I am so impressed by it. So that's what Clockwise the product does. 
It helps you spend time on what matters, that needle moving deep work that makes an impact. Clockwise, the team, the company is so much more than that. They're a mission-driven, core values-driven company, and every single interaction with them has made that very clear. And that played a huge role for me in joining their team, but more on that in just a bit. So what is ahead of community and what will I be doing? In a big picture sense, I'll be creating and supporting a community for Clockwise users and people who are interested in improving their time management and their work-life balance. I'll be leveraging my time management expertise to help the members of this community take their time management and productivity beyond the blocks on their calendar so they can spend time on what matters most to them. A lot of what we talk about here on this podcast. Seriously, I'm going to work for a company that helps people focus by managing their calendars so they can focus on what matters most. And my job will be to cultivate a community around time management. It feels like a dream come true. So what exactly is this going to look like day to day? This might look like representing clockwise at industry events, speaking on stage or giving workshops in breakout rooms. This might look like talking to the media and sharing my thoughts on things like how to manage your time while working from home or planning your weeks while you're in a hybrid work environment. Maybe how to use the shiny things method to actually stay focused during your scheduled focus time, or maybe how to reconnect with what you're passionate about rediscovering your own version of what matters most. It might look like creating content like blog posts or video, maybe even podcast episodes that help you level up your productivity so you can get that promotion you've had your eye on or lead more efficient and effective meetings so you can spend more time doing the work instead of talking about the work. I'm really excited to be collaborating with people from all across the company to make this happen, to take an amazing tool that helps you find that focus time and then use that focus time well. So how did all of this come to be and what was my path to yes? Truth be told, I wasn't exactly looking for this opportunity on LinkedIn or Indeed.com. An email found its way to my inbox from a member of their team. A conversation was started, and gradually after learning more and more about the company and asking a lot of questions, I knew it was the right fit for me. But how did I know? A few episodes ago, episode 92 to be exact, I talked about how to make big decisions a little easier. Beyond Pros and Cons, Three Secrets to Making Better Big Decisions. The secret? When I wrote that episode, I was in the midst of decision-making mode about this opportunity with Clockwise. Definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet, but the quick version of those three secrets to making better big decisions, one, Get ahead of big decisions by combating decision fatigue with a weekly planning session. When you make all those little decisions in advance, you've got more mental space to devote to making the big ones. Two, know your core values. And three, 
rely on your personal board of directors. In episode 94, Ashley Joy and I really dive deep into the concept of building your personal board of directors, so don't miss that one either. Of those three secrets to making better big decisions, the one that played the most important role in my decision was secret number two, know your core values. And I'll add two more onto that as well. Know your mission and your vision for the future. You don't have to be a business owner or a company to have a mission or a vision statement. If you're a professional building a personal brand as you grow in your career, I highly recommend taking time to articulate your personal core values, your personal mission statement, and your vision for the future. A few years ago, while taking Shanna Skidmore's course, The Blueprint Model, and I'll link to Shanna's website in the show notes, she's amazing. But back when I started The Blueprint Model, one of the earliest assignments was to define your core values and I rolled my eyes. For so long, I considered that kind of work to be fluffy and unnecessary, and usually I would just skip ahead and move on to the action-oriented part of whatever it is I was working on. Core values? Pass. Let's get to the good stuff. But this course was expensive, (laughs) the biggest investment I'd ever made in my business, and I was determined to squeeze every last drop out of that experience. So I put my head down and I did the stupid core values exercise. Um, So it turns out defining your core values, your mission and vision is the good stuff. It's the stuff on which everything else is based. It's the foundation. There's a reason why they're called core values and not surface values. And if you're like, wait, 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 Anna, back the truck up. What exactly are core values? Well, your core values are a reflection of who you are and a guiding light for decision-making of all types. When you know your core values, you can quickly determine if something is or isn't worth your precious time. I believe that time management is heart management. And until you get crystal clear on what matters most, you cannot even begin to effectively move things around on a calendar. Time management doesn't start in the pages of your planner. It starts with your heart. It starts on the inside and it starts with your core values. Your core values are a list of five to seven words or phrases that represent and encompass what matters most to you. And they're not an extensive laundry list of all the things that are somewhat important to you. Because having too many can dilute their power and diminish their meaning. They're also not necessarily a list of things you've already achieved. They can be aspirational and something for you to aim for in your day-to-day life. They're also not based on what someone else thinks you believe in or what society expects you to value. They're yours and they're personal to you. Defining your core values doesn't require some kind of vision quest or extensive meditation or months-long reflection. Choosing your core values could be as simple as jotting down some words on a page, 
or you could head over to episode 21 where I walk you through the process of defining your core values. And the members of Next Level Life, my group coaching program opening later this year, will also get to do this with me. And I am so excited to take them through that process. So core values, here are mine. Intention, authenticity, courage, curiosity, and legacy. Each one of those values has a special meaning behind it. And if you and I share one of the same core values, your authenticity might have a different meaning for you than my authenticity. In addition to knowing your core values, I also mentioned the importance of knowing your personal mission and your vision for the future. Very often I find that whenever I start with brand new time management coaching clients, they're feeling overwhelmed, flustered, or stuck. They're having trouble making decisions or knowing what to do next or where to spend their time. And very often it's because they don't know where they're heading. They don't have a clear vision for the future. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So you remember in Alice in Wonderland when Alice meets the Cheshire cat at a fork in the road and she basically asks in so many words, which way should I go? And the Cheshire cat responds with something like, well, that depends on where you want to go. And of course, Alice doesn't know where she's going. So the cat says, well, then it doesn't matter which way you go. And that's what happens without a vision for the future. 
When you get to a fork in the road, you're completely stumped because you don't even have a destination in mind. If the past year and a half of navigating the pandemic has taught us anything, it's to hold on loosely to our plans because something is likely to pop up at any moment and change everything. Hurricanes, wildfires, flooding, illness, it's enough to make you want to give up and throw any vision for the future in the trash. But we can't do that. We just can't. Yes, it's still possible to have a vision for the future, even with the world constantly changing around us. Sure, it's challenging, and sometimes everything feels impossible and hard, but having that vision can keep you going, keep you moving forward, and help you know which direction to take when you reach that fork in the road. So your vision could be an entire aspirational picture of your future, or it could be a simple vision statement. One way to do this, one way to create your vision is to write a letter from yourself in the future. Maybe a letter from 2030 you or you at a specific milestone age in the future, 40-year-old you, 50-year-old you, 80-year-old you. And in that letter... Future you is telling current you all about what life looks like now, what you've accomplished and how you got there, the obstacles you had to overcome along the way, but how it was so worth it. I've found that this letter writing exercise is an incredible way to bring that vision to life and to capture it on paper in a really meaningful way. So, so far I've talked about core values. I've talked about your vision. So now finally your mission. My mission is to help busy people master time management so they can stop feeling overwhelmed and start spending time on what matters most. Clockwise's mission is to help the world make time for what matters. My core values are intention authenticity, courage, curiosity, and legacy. Clockwise core values are empathy, authenticity, drive, focus, curiosity, and enthusiasm. So here's why saying yes and stepping into the head of community role at Clockwise was such an easy one for me. First, core values. Because my core values were already defined, I didn't have to ponder what mattered most to me and what values I was looking for in a company. I didn't have to make endless pros and cons lists or struggle to know whether this was the right fit. I knew my values and I knew that they aligned. On top of that, I quickly learned from sitting in on one of their weekly meetings and hearing from several members of the team that their values and their mission aren't just pretty words printed on paper or posted on the wall. They actually open every week by having a member of their team read the company's missions and values out loud. They're living them. They're really living them. And that was important for me to see. Same thing with the mission. Because my mission was already defined, it was pretty easy to know whether my mission would align with theirs. 
And now it's not just my mission or their mission. It's our mission. We share it. We want to help people spend time on what matters most. Beyond the core values and the mission, I also had my vision to consider. What would a move like this into a full-time role for a company not owned by me mean for my future? If I accept this role, does it mean that I'm giving up on my business or giving up on coaching? To answer this question, I had to separate myself from the work that accomplishes the mission and the mission itself. I want to say that one more time. To answer this question, I had to separate myself from the work that accomplishes the mission and the mission itself. My mission being to help busy people master time management so they can stop feeling overwhelmed and start spending time on what matters most. Serving as head of community for Clockwise might mean less time spent coaching one-on-one, which is the work that accomplishes the mission now, but by cultivating a community, I would still be accomplishing my mission of helping people spend time on what matters most. The how might look different, but the why and the what remain the same. We've all experienced a lot of shifts in the last year and a half. Some that we've welcomed and some that have been really tough to roll with. Clearly, you guys know I'm all for having a vision, for making plans and setting goals. But I'm also a huge advocate for being open, for being open-minded, for exploring new options and opportunities, and for not being overly rigid with your plans. Yes, it's actually okay to walk away from a goal or change your plans if you need to or if you want to. You have permission to shift your focus based on the season you're in and what life looks like for you. And that doesn't make you a quitter or a failure. It makes you nimble, aware, and adaptable. And another question I asked myself, what will this mean for my flexibility? Uh, Recently at the Creative at Heart conference, one of the really impactful parts of that conference is that we broke into smaller panel groups based on our industry. And so each day, a small group of us who were also coaches, consultants, business strategists, we met to discuss different topics affecting our business, our industry. And one of those conversations centered around flexibility. And I actually joked that I just couldn't imagine filling out a form to request time off ever again. Would I be eating my words by accepting a full-time role with a company? My flexibility and having control of my calendar is so important to me, especially as the mom to two little girls. I mean, you already heard all about the fiasco of both girls being sick last week. Fortunately, Clockwise offers unlimited PTO, and while the company is based in San Francisco, I'll be working remotely from home here in Louisiana. 
And of course, unlimited PTO doesn't mean that I can just take time off left and right, but it's comforting to know that I'm working for a company that isn't tracking my attendance down to the minute like places I've worked in the past. They actually respect the team's ability to manage their time well and to keep projects moving forward. And I really appreciate that. And side note, it's been really exciting to see the number of companies that are transitioning to remote or hybrid workplaces as a result of the pandemic. It's become so clear that so much of our work, including collaboration with others, can be done from anywhere. So what does all of this mean for the future of It's About Time and my coaching business if the work to achieve the mission is going to look a bit different? Have no fear, you will continue to see new episodes of It's About Time wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday. And I've hired an amazing marketing assistant named Maddie to help me keep the train on the tracks. There's a lot that goes into taking a single episode from idea to published, and I'm so excited to have her help in bringing this to you every week. On the coaching side, I'm currently working with a very limited number of one-on-one clients, and you better believe I am still all in serving them. But the time I'll be committing to the success of my new role with Clockwise means that I won't be taking any new six-month one-on-one clients for a while. Power Hours, my super popular one-hour sessions, are still available on a first-come, first-served limited basis. And you can book a Power Hour by completing a quick application over on my website. And finally, you've probably heard me mention Next Level Life in a few podcast episodes. Before Clockwise came into the picture, I was planning to open the doors to Next Level Life, my new group coaching program in October. Now, to make sure that I have everything ready to serve you well, those doors will open a little bit later this year. I'm so excited about Next Level Life. And if you want to learn more about what's in store, head to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash next level to get on the waiting list. So there you have it. This episode felt a lot more personal than most of my episodes tend to be. You know, I love sharing stories throughout my episodes, but this one felt like a really deep dive into how I actually use the things I talk about in this show in my real life. Like I said, episode 92, all about how to make better big decisions, was written as I was in decision-making mode. And it's really great to be on the other side of that decision and let you all in on the thoughts, considerations, and deliberations that brought me to today. I'm so incredibly excited to be a member of the Clockwise team and to continue working toward our shared mission of helping people spend time on what matters most in whatever shape, form, or fashion that takes. Time is our most valuable non-renewable resource, and I'm honored that you'd choose to spend your time here with me listening to It's About Time. As always, all the details from today's episode can be found over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 97, including links to learn more about Clockwise and the other podcast episodes I mentioned throughout this one. Again, I am so grateful for you, and it means the world that you choose to spend your time listening to the show. 
I'd love for you to send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode and if it was helpful for you. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.